you record? We can record this. Hello, I've started. I started. Oh, you've been recording. <laughs> what are you doing? All right. We can chop I, and change, right? We can edit. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, I'm the one editing. Go on. <laughs> all right. So here we go. So, so what are your thoughts for our podcast, mate? <laughs> I was going to ask how you're going, but I'm sure you're going well. I'm doing all right. <laughs> I'm doing all right. Um, so hey, okay, people so out there don't want to know how I'm going. So let's just <laughs> thinking of um, I was just thinking of our kind of staff meeting the other the other day, yeah. and you said. You know, we'll call our podcast podcasts. I'm not vibing that. <laughs> so we, that, we need a name. So I found three. Is that too too direct? It's too. It's just oh. too direct. How yeah. unusual of me get, to be too direct? You get no traction. No traction. <laughs> All right, what do you reckon? So I got three. Yeah. Your perfect pod. <laughs> Is that about coffee or what? Okay, your perfect point. I like the alliteration. Go on. <laughs> ask Pastor Nello, a la Ask Pastor John Piper. <laughs> okay. And the third one. Oh, this is, oh, this is random. The babbling yeah. blokes. Well, the, hang on a second. The other two weren't random. <laughs> this, one, this one's going to be the random one. <laughs> the babbling okay, yeah, blokes. go on. And the babbling blokes. The babbling bloke. It's kind of okay. what it is at the moment, isn't it? It, it is. You know what I reckon? Mm. I reckon we should ask the congregation what they think. That's what I was thinking. Why don't, why don't we put it yeah, out there? Yeah, let's put it out there. Hey, if you have any um, names for this new EPC podcast, we'd love to know. We'd love yeah, to, we would. Yeah, we would. We're all ears. Um, comments and that's a, shoot us yeah, a so, you know, something that's a combination <laughs> of Italian and Vietnamese. <laughs> oh, speaking, of, um, speaking of Vietnamese, um, I was thinking around... This topic we're going to, we're looking at today is mm. God's comfort. Yeah, yeah. And how you know God comforts us, and we're particularly looking locating this discussion in you know two Corinthians one uh, verses one to nine. And then like, I was wondering, speaking of comfort, <laughs> what's your favorite? What's your comfort food? Everything. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> Seriously, do you think there's give something us, I don't? Is this something I don't eat? But hey, Nala, what, what what do you reckon if we just read some? Uh, 2 Corinthians 1. All right. Um, why don't I read it? Yeah. Um, and, then, and then what we'll do is I'll ask a few questions uh, off the yeah. passage. And yeah, just as, as we think about God's comfort in this time. So uh, let me read. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God and Timothy, our brother, uh, to the church of God that is in Cor- at Corinth with all the saints who are in the whole of Achaia. Grace to you and peace from God, our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our affliction, so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. For as uh, we share abundantly in Christ's sufferings, so through Christ we share abundantly in comfort too. If we are afflicted, it is for your comfort and salvation. And if we are comforted, it is for your comfort, which you experience when you patiently endure the same sufferings that we suffer. Our hope for you is unshaken, for we know that, it, that as you share in our sufferings, you will also share in our comfort. For we do not want you to be unaware, brothers, of the affliction we experienced in Asia. For we were so utterly burdened beyond our strength that we despaired of life itself. Indeed, we felt uh, that we had received the sentence of death. 
but that uh, was to make us rely not on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead. Oh, that's a great passage there. It is, oh, isn't it? Reckon. Yeah, yes, yeah, so good. Um, I was just kind of reading the passage before we jumped on and the kind of word there, comfort, comes up, I think, seven times in just those nine verses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, happens, it happens all the time. Yeah, all yeah, All the way yeah. through it. It's amazing. Like, this is kind of the start of his um, letter to the Corinthian second letter. What's, why does he start this way? What do you, what do you reckon? And what does that word even mean? Yeah. <laughs> well, the word comfort. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think one of the things that struck me about that is, uh, early on, verse three or four, I think it is, we'll try and bring it up yeah, yeah. on the bottom of the screen when we do some post editing and yeah. uh, make me look better. Um, <laughs> is that he actually, he actually wants to concentrate on the fact that God has the capacity to comfort us in all sorts of predicaments that we find ourselves in. So whether it's a pandemic or yeah. a job loss or a broken relationship or death in custody, um, God actually knows our every affliction, like down to the tiniest, most painful detail. Yeah. I wonder whether what struck me about this is whether I actually think um, suffering is foreign to God. Cause I think sometimes I do you know, God's holy and beyond and all that kind of stuff uh, that he couldn't possibly relate to the hard things that I'm going through, the hard things that I'm going through. But I think when I read this, part of what I'm struck with is that he not only understands us, but actually understands our feelings far better than we do. I mean, after all, he created us. And so Paul wants to say that God is the God of all comfort. I love that word all. Mm. And can provide comfort in all our afflictions, whatever those afflictions are. Mm -hmm. And so I think I'm challenged when I read verses three and four to uh, actually take God at his word. I mm -hmm. think one of the challenges I found in, in this lockdown anyway, is not just praying, but praying honestly, Yeah, praying honestly and reflecting uh, to God on how I feel, how I feel uh, hurt, um, Mm. Uh, the distrust, the anger, the resentment that might be going on. Mm. It's okay to bring that to God. I, I think I need to fight the temptation to believe that God can't offer me any real comfort in my time of desperate need. So, you know, I think, you know, part of what he's getting at here is, um, yeah, God has the capacity to comfort you and I, mm. uh, whatever the circumstance we find ourselves in. Mm -hmm. In what sense, right? So I'm kind of trying to think about, the tangibles, yeah? Yeah. Like, uh, I, I'm, I'm hearing, yes, God can comfort us in, in kind of all circumstances. He understands, he knows. Yeah. Um, and, and we got to be honest and bring those, those, you know, how we're feeling to him in prayer, in, in prayerful dependence. But in what senses, tangibly, do you feel that comfort in your experience? Do you know uh, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, I wonder if part of the problem is, is this difference between feeling something and knowing something. Yeah. So more and more as I've grown uh, older, um, I've learned to be comforted by what, by what I, by what I know to be the truth yep. rather than how I feel yep. in a yep. circumstance. Yeah. yeah okay. um, I, I think he picks that up a little bit later on uh, when it comes to what are the reasons for yeah, okay. the comfort we have. But maybe we'll we'll talk to about we'll talk about that in a sec. He he talks about the reason uh, for their sufferings and what it causes them to do. Mm. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, yeah, no, that's helpful. So thinking about uh, what you know about God versus how you feel and your feelings may be kind of, I don't know, uh, not aligned with what, what is true. or that sort of thing. I mean, I don't know about you, but my feelings are often unaligned. If that, is that the word? Disaligned, unaligned, aligned, yeah. right? Not aligned yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, with what I know to be true. In fact, very often it's a challenge to, to live out what I know to be true, both in action but also in, in what I feel, because my feelings are just as sinfully impacted as any other part of my life. And so, you know, I can feel like I'm alone. I can feel like, mm. you know, this is never going to end. I can feel like, oh, God, right. stir crazy. I'm gonna, and I just need to take this out. But of course, all those things are, aren't true. That's I mean, right. we'll, get, we'll get through this uh, as much as we'll get through anything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so my, my feelings can trick me, which is why, you know, our quiet times are just so important at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Reading our word, praying, having good conversation with each other, where we stir one another on yeah, uh, yeah, towards yeah. thinking rightly and living rightly and serving rightly. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just kind of, just hearing, you know, just hearing whispers here and there, but... The reality is it, is it is difficult in this time. We've never experienced this, a pandemic ever, right? And yeah, so certainly just, not in our lifetime. Mm. Yeah, so when you're at home and you've got kids and it is a struggle, uh, kids are, aren't behaving and you've got a, a homeschool, all these difficult things, um, it, it does put a lot of stress. Yeah. Uh, and so, so maybe one or two things you want to say to, you know, that sort of, parents out there you know they're just it's just hard well maybe just a couple of general things and maybe we can get specific yeah, yeah, then, i mean so one of the things that I, I when i look back to the passage and if we look at verse four um he's just kind of said um that God is able to comfort us in all our afflictions. And then he goes on and says, so that. Yeah, that was my next question. So he, oh, okay, I'm jumping ahead. Great (laughs) night, right? So that, so here's here's one of the reasons why. Okay, so we we will call it a purpose clause. So that we might be able to comfort Mm. those who are in any affliction with the same comfort we, we ourselves are comforted by. Mm. So one of the things I, I think is really important for us as we're going through this difficult time mm. and we reach out to God and we speak out to God and we tell him in our prayers and we reflect on his forgiveness and reconciliation in Jesus mm. is that I'm receiving this comfort so that I can help my brothers and sisters who they themselves are in affliction yeah, and I can right. comfort them yeah. with what I've been comforted by. Yeah. And so this, as, a, as a classic Christian truth, it, it's not always about us. There are others. Yeah, 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 and I yeah. think we have to remember that that might just be comforting my kids because if we're finding it hard to homeschool and do all those kinds of things, they're sure certainly finding it hard, not being able to see their mates. So comforting them. Yeah. Our God understands. He saved us. Mm. He loves us. Mm. I think that's important. And I think, yeah, I think this is so kind of counter cultural, right? Because when you suffer and when things are, when you're in the dumps, you kind of go into your shell. I mean, that's kind of, that was 
a lot of my life. Just you just it's woe is me sort of thing. Oh actually, yeah, absolutely. Actually, actually, this passage is saying we get the comfort of God so that we can comfort others. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and so yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean, I think one of the natural tendencies when we're doing it tough is to isolate ourselves, to remove ourselves. And I think this is why this particular affliction that we're going through, which separates us by definition is so difficult. I mean, when we're going through a tough time, we want to separate anyway. Right. Mm -hmm. But if the tough time is being separated, how much more is there a temptation to kind of wallow in self pity and why me? And this is so hard and this is so terrible. And I don't want to say that they aren't, but I think sometimes that's not the attitude that Jesus saved me for. Mm -hmm. Right. He saved me to have an attitude that says, how can I help others? You know, God's genuine comfort, it is offered to me in the form of forgiveness and reconciliation. That's so powerful. And it meets our deepest needs. It really does. And so what that does is it releases me from my natural tendency to dwell on myself and my self-pity and my bitterness to actually start to think about how I can bring God's healing words uh, in the gospel uh, to other people. What has been, what have been some perhaps particular I don't know, passages that have, or healing words uh, that you've used as you've gone and, and comforted others and that we can kind of take from. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, apart from this one, which I think is yeah. important, look, I always love going back to the Psalms. Yeah. Okay. You know, uh, is it Psalm 1? Well, so now I'm terrible. I'm going to have to look it up. You can look it up for That's me, right. Brian. <laughs> uh, you know, Psalm 130, yeah. you know, uh, where there's this just, angst and crying out to God more than the watchman waits for the morning. And it's one thirty, you know, more than the watchman waits for the morning as we kind of hope and wait and pray for God to bring that full forgiveness, uh, that restoration that comes um, yeah, yeah. Uh, from his son. So I like going back to that. And the reason I like going back to that is it's honest and frank about how we feel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I do yeah. think there is a tendency within the Christian church to somehow not we hop, be, yeah, we're yeah, kind of stoic. Yeah, that's right. And I don't know why it is. I mean, I'm Italian, I'm not English, and you know, <laughs> you're Vietnamese, but yet it exists within the Christian community, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I find the Psalms particularly helpful mm. Mm. for that. So, just kind of touching on a few things. So, we've yeah. heard, um, God is a God of comfort, He knows what we're going through, particularly this time, and you know. It, and so God comforts us so that our purpose is to actually comfort others. So be yeah. outward focused. Um, so just those two things. But also there's one thing that I was thinking around, um, just those words from verse nine. I just think it's so amazing how Paul felt, like he goes, we felt that we received the, the sentence of death. Now yeah. that sounds like real suffering. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's nowhere to go. There's no, you can't go left, right. It's, it's tough stuff. Yeah. Like he's under pressure. We are under great pressure far beyond our ability to endure. There's a real honesty there, isn't there? Like if it wasn't for God, we wouldn't be able to endure this. Yeah, that's right. We even despaired of life itself. itself. That's right. Right? So so this suffering is actually causing Paul to rely on God. Yeah, that's the amazing thing, isn't it? Yeah. Right? But this happened. So he's going, all these things occurred so that we might not rely on ourselves but on God. And then he adds that kind of little descriptor about God, mm. right? Who raises the, the dead. dead. He could have said anything, 
at one point, right? Um, the, all this happened yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because we might rely on ourselves, uh, but on God, who is the bright sunshine. But, you know, he actually talks about raising people from the dead because that's what he feels. He feels like he's under the sentence of death, right? But no, 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 God has the power to raise Jesus from the dead. So when he talks about raising from the dead, he said, this is the same God who raises the son from the dead and will raise me from the dead. He's been quite gospel focused in the way he thinks. Like if God can raise his son from the dead who paid the penalty for my sin and he's a missionary and so he's doing that work of the son, then this pressure that I'm going through, I can, I can hand that over to God. I'm actually being forced Mm-mm. to rely not on myself, but on God who has the enormous ability even to raise people from the dead. So he has the ability to raise me from my circumstance. And again, you know, uh, great words of depth, you know, part of what's happening, I think, for us as Christians is I'm being forced again and again to re-evaluate who am I trusting in? Yeah. You know, all these kind of empty promises of, you know, stay positive, you know, don't worry, be happy and and all that kind of stuff. No, 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 no. You and I in our greater afflictions in in COVID, if we handle them properly, we're actually learning great lessons of relying upon God and not upon ourselves. Mm -hmm. And we're being forced to reflect on the character of God in the gospel. He not only loves us, and pays the penalty for our son, uh, for our sin in his son. Uh, but he also has the ability to raise us up out of the midst of that from death itself. And that kind of ties back into what we've been saying in Hosea mm. about death, having lost its sting and power. Mm. Um, and that ought to bring us great comfort when we know that we're kind of, we're on the safe side of judgment, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and we, we know one we day we have an eternal home. And We can't really lose. Can we? So no. no matter no matter no matter what we're going through, and no matter how hard it feels like it is, uh, we know we can rely on God, who raises, <laughs> who rose, who rose Jesus from the dead. Uh, we are on the safe side of judgment. Yeah. We can't lose. Yeah, and he's he, he he's <laughs> he's willing to do no less for us. And so while this side of heaven, this duel will be tears and sorrow and mourning, we really need to take great comfort in God's word. Uh, about the comfort that he offers to us in the gospel. Hmm. Yeah. Fantastic. Cool. Cool. Um, cool. I thought we'd, that's a great sort we'd of banter. Uh, we've bantered banter. We've bantered for a while. We've bantered for a while. It was really cool. Um, I, yeah. Thanks for everyone for listening to our kind of first podcast. First podcast. First podcast. If you've got any um, suggestions with names, we'd love to hear yeah. it. I don't think the ones I have are any good. <laughs> But if you have any other sort of questions uh, from what Nalo and I've just been chatting about briefly, uh, shoot us a text, um, shoot us a message. Yeah, we'd, any, love, to, we'd love to hear you, it. Love to hear it. If you have any kind of topics you want to think through or any other questions, uh, let us know as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're going we're gonna to be trying working our way through um, some doctrinal stuff, but again, having a real emphasis on uh, pastoral application from that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Why don't we end that there, Nello? Yeah, I know. My phone's ringing in the background. (laughs) I'm going to teach people to kind of turn off. All right. Thanks, guys. See you.